Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Root of Power. If you are new here, hello, welcome. And if you are an old friend, hello, welcome back. I am so grateful for both of you. And I hope that you find this episode helpful. I hope that it clicks some things for you. And I hope that you and your nervous system can get on board with it. So we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics today, which is emotional regulation. Um, and you may be like, WTF is emotional regulation, Amanda. And it sounds at the risk of sounding cheeky, exactly what it sounds like. It is the ability to regulate from your emotions. Now, you can't regulate your emotions as in like you can't control your emotions. You can't force yourself to feel happy or sad or angry or neutral, you can only surf those waves. Um, so anyone who's like, happiness is a choice. Like it is in that you can intentionally create a perspective that supports happiness. You can intentionally cultivate a mindset and a life and the skills necessary to be happy more often than not. But you can't like Like, I can't put a gun to your head and say, feel happy. You can call up a memory that makes you happy, but that's not the same thing, right? Like that memory is triggering the emotion, not necessarily you're just cultivating it. So we cannot control our emotions. We can learn to regulate from them. We can learn to hold space for them. We can learn to detach from them. We can learn to be curious about them. We can choose to learn from them. All of those things are skills that kind of encompass like emotional regulation is this umbrella. And all of these things are like little frogs underneath this umbrella. So like one frog is learning to surf emotions. One frog is learning to be curious about them. One frog is learning to just leave them the fuck alone. Like A big part of emotional regulation is not fighting or changing or running away from or leaning into emotions. It's just letting them be there. We're going to cover all this. Don't worry. But like maybe take out a notepad because this is going to be a big educational one. Um, One frog is like literally pulling the lessons from them. And one frog is learning to zoom in or zoom out. So all of those things are like little frogs underneath the umbrella of emotional regulation. Why are they frogs? I don't know. That's the visual my brain gave me. But like imagine cute little frogs with like a little tag on them and like a little neon sign that says those things. So essentially, emotional regulation is the ability to observe your sensations, your emotions, your feelings, but not be kidnapped by them. So if you are 
a dramatic little gremlin and we all are sometimes like it doesn't matter how good you get at this sometimes you're going to get carried away by your emotions like the english language has a lot of like language for this we get carried away we you know i call it unintentionally hitting a landmine like we get kidnapped by things that there's a reason for that it happens enough that we have language around it so the ability to just observe emotions and not get carried away by them the ability to observe waves in the ocean and not drown underneath them, the ability to surf them, whatever language you want to use. Essentially, that's what emotional regulation is. So it's the ability to have an emotional sensation, to have a physical sensation in your body, to feel angry, to feel happy, sad, proud, confused, embarrassed, ashamed, guilty, whatever the emotion is. The ability to feel that without drowning under it, which means we can use that sensation as information because emotions are information to make whatever choice we want to make, right? So every single emotion has a purpose, none or good or bad. Some are pleasant and some are unpleasant, but none of them are inherently bad. So a lot of where I see people get tripped up and a lot of where my clients get tripped up, both business and, you know, coaching and therapy clients is they will do anything to avoid unpleasant emotions, which like totally understand that, right? I don't want to eat a shit burger if I don't have to, but sometimes you have to. So people will spend, I mean, sometimes their whole lives trying to avoid unpleasant emotions, but that keeps you in a loop of running from a bear. That's a huge problem. And so you, you know, people who do that will spend their whole lives distracting. They'll spend their whole lives, you know, doing whatever it takes to short term run from this bear, run from this unpleasant emotion, but you're always running, right? Because emotions are necessary. Like they give you information. So if you can't sit with your emotions, if you can't sit through them, if you can't allow them to dissipate, you also can't learn from them. So then you're missing out on this wealth of information that's trying to tell you, we like this. We don't like this. We want more of this. We definitely don't want more of this. This feels good. This feels bad. This makes me feel bad. This makes other people feel bad. And then I feel bad about that. And all of that is information. But if you're always running, one, you can't learn. And two, you can't implement. So nothing changes. You just end up on this like merry-go-round from hell with a bear chasing you. But you never actually go anywhere and you never get away from the bear. So you like think you're moving because you're on this merry-go-round. Oh, and by the way, it's in the middle of a shit storm and there's a bear also on the merry-go-round. So like you don't actually go anywhere and it it's horrible. So if you've met someone who's like really dramatic, who's always triggered, who's always in a crisis, or if you've been that person, I guarantee that you would benefit, they would benefit from learning to regulate, learning to emotionally regulate. So one of the reasons that that's so important is it gets you out of crisis mode. If you can't sit with negative emotions, unpleasant emotions, you can't sit with any of them. So what happens is people will try and shut down. They'll try and like keep out the unpleasant emotions and only keep the pleasant ones. But that's not a thing. It's like you can't, if you imagine like a house with windows on the east and the west side, 
both windows have to be open. If you shut one window, it's not like, oh, you only keep that breeze and that stays in the house forever. Like either both windows are fully open, everything comes, everything goes. Emotions and feelings are not permanent. They are transient by nature. They are waves by nature. That's how they work. Or nothing comes. So where people get in trouble is they'll avoid unpleasant emotions. They'll do anything to avoid it. They'll disassociate. They'll distract. They'll be in other people's business. They'll try and save everyone else instead of themselves. They'll work too much. They'll drink. They'll do drugs. They'll literally do whatever it takes to not feel. And by doing that, when you shut one window, you shut both windows. Nothing can come through. So what what happens is you actually cut yourself off from everything. You cut yourself off from joy and happiness and love and laughter and pride and all of those things, like all the things that you actually want get shut off too because it's everything or it's nothing. So when you start healing that, it feels really intense because it feels really intense because not only do you have to work through shit that you've been avoiding for however long, you have this well, this like bank of built up unpleasant emotions because you haven't let any of the happy ones in. Like you can't because you're shut off from everything, but the body stores the unpleasant ones. It lets the happy ones go, but it stores the unpleasant ones. So you think that like you're saving yourself by shoving these emotions down, but all you're doing is burying a dead body and you're not even burying it well or appropriately. So that shit comes up. And then you end up with a bunch of zombies following you around and you're like, what the fuck? Why do I have so many zombies? They smell bad. They want to eat me. They're nobody likes them. I blow up at shit. I go zero to a hundred in a second. Like, no, you don't. You have a hundred fucking zombies following you because you've been shoving your emotions down for however long because you don't know how to sit with them. Hence emotional regulation. We're going to bury those bodies appropriately. We're going to throw those bodies off of a cliff. Like we're just going to let them go. We're going to let them go. But right now they're like chained to you because they're trapped in your body. So. Emotional regulation is the ability to sit through your emotions, to feel them without being overwhelmed by them. And that is just a skill set, right? Like I talk all the time about like how things are a skill set. And you may be like, Amanda, why do I even care about this? One, because you want to be happy. Okay. I don't know anyone who loves being miserable. I know some people who aren't willing to do the work to be happy, but that doesn't mean that they love being miserable. Nobody likes that. Nobody is like, this is so great. I'm just going to ruin my life over and over and over because this is so fun. Like that space sucks, right? I know it sucks. You know, it sucks. The people who are doing it know that it sucks. They just don't know how to get out of it. But one of the biggest things about that is learning to emotionally regulate. Now, teaching you how to do that is much longer than a podcast episode. So I cannot get into that here because you would only get like 10% of the information that you need. And that's not very fair when you actually need a whole plate. It's not fair if I give you one meatball when you actually need spaghetti and meatballs and a salad. It's a whole, it's a whole course meal, right? So either you want to work with me in a coaching capacity or I haven't developed a course on that yet, but at some point I will. So your option to learn that from me is to work with me in a coaching capacity. Um, 
So like, why do we want to emotionally regulate? One, so you stop running, right? A lot of, a phrase that a lot of people use is like, fake it till you make it. Fake that you're happy. Fake that you're confident. Fake that you're okay. Fake that things are going well. Like, the problem with that is that your brain is not stupid. Like, you're not stupid. Your brain is not stupid. Your body is not stupid. It may be doing some stupid shit sometimes. But like, you're always doing those things in service of a goal. But if you don't know what you're doing, yeah, you're going to fuck up a lot. So Fake it till you make it is bad advice because your body knows that you're lying. And if there's any incongruency between like your conscious brain and your unconscious brain, your brain is going to go with what your unconscious wants. So if you're like, I want to be happy, I want to be confident, I want a good relationship, I want a job that I love. And your unconscious is like, I don't want to do the work that that takes. That sounds scary. That sounds too hard. I want to stay safe. I want to stay in this cycle because I already know it guess what you're going to do? This is why you'll see people who will set a goal, who will like say they want something and then do literally nothing or do the opposite of what it takes to get it. They'll be like, oh, I want a new job. And they'll never look for a new job. Oh, I want to go to school for XYZ. And they choose like they want to go to school to be a doctor and they choose to go to school for accounting. Like that makes no fucking sense unless you know what you now know, which is if your unconscious and your conscious are not aligned, we have a huge problem, right? So the ability to emotionally regulate gets those things on board because when you're scared, you can just feel it and make a choice, right? That's the beautiful thing about emotional regulation. You can feel what you're feeling and make a choice that is in alignment with what you actually want. So fake it till you make it. Not super helpful because you're out of alignment. You are lying. What is much more helpful is face it until you make it. Face your fears, face your shit. Face your worries, face your unhelpful patterns. Like you can't fix something that you're not acknowledging. And sometimes people don't know how to acknowledge things. That's super, super common. So this is not like to shame you and say that like you don't really want what you say you want and you're a loser and you can't get it. Like that is not what this is. It is you don't know how to do it. Emotional regulation is one of those tools, which ta-da, you're listening to this podcast. Good for you. We love that for you. So face it till you make it, face your fears, face your, face your unpleasant emotions until they go away. Like one of the analogies I use all the time is like, when you don't feel those emotions, it's like shoving a bird in a closet. Some birds are little, some birds are fucking big, right? You ever seen an eagle next to a person? Like some of those are eagles or ultras. They have like a 16 foot wingspan. That's like, that is bananas big. So when you shove birds in a closet, they're not super happy, right? They're going to be kind of pissed off and you never shove the happy birds. You only shove the unpleasant birds. So when you open that closet to start going through that, all these birds are like, sup, bitch, you put us in a closet. We don't love this. And now we're pissed off. So it will, those birds are going to come out. And sometimes you can choose which bird to take out. And sometimes a bird is just coming at you and you're like, oh, this is the bird that we're choosing. Oh my God. Okay. And then you're like trying to wrangle a 16 foot wingspan vulture. Okay. Imagine doing that. So When you can sit with these emotions, you have no birds in the closet because you're feeling them as they come and you're releasing them as they go. There is no attachment. There is only allowing that breeze to pass through your house. And then once the breeze passes through your house, it never comes in again, right? Once you take a bird out of a closet, it never goes back in the closet. It can't unless you're shoving it in there, which would be so stupid. Like, don't do that. That doesn't make any sense, right? You would just be like, oh, hi, bird coming out of this closet. Let me release you. And then the bird is like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I don't want to live in a closet. I want to um, be free, which is the same thing that your emotions want. They don't want to live in a closet. They want to be free. So 
emotional regulation is how you do that. It's how you stop carrying all the things that you're carrying and literally become lighter because you're not shoving these dead bodies down. You're not shoving these birds in a closet and then being like, I don't know why that closet makes so much noise. Uh, you got birds in there. Okay. We, we know, we know that you have birds in there. That is not helpful. So facing it until you make it is much more helpful. Do the work. The work works. Do the work. So what are some other like things that you can expect from doing emotional regulation? One, it's going to be pretty intense when you start it because again, you've been shoving birds in a closet for probably years. It takes time to work through those things. But the beautiful thing is like that skill compounds. So at first you take one bird and then two birds and then four birds and then six birds because your capacity to handle emotions gets bigger. You get better. You Anything that you practice, you get better at. Emotional regulation is exactly the same thing because it's a skill. And what happens is once we get rid of like that, that closet full of birds, where most people actually sit is content. So like where most people sit when they start is unhappy, overwhelmed, stressed out, like just overwhelmed is probably the word that I hear the most. As we go through this process, as you get better at emotional regulation, you're going to feel much lighter because you like literally have more room. You literally no longer have a closet full of birds. You no longer have your body being a graveyard because those bodies are now gone. We have yeeted them off a cliff and set them free. Um, so when that happens, you actually sit content. Like most people are like, oh, life is pretty good. Like I'm happy. That's more often than not a human's default unless you've been shoving things down for too long because you don't know how to regulate your emotions. You don't know how to feel them and release them. So when that happens, you have a lot more room to think because you're not on your shit carousel with a bear chasing you 24 seven. You're not so busy trying to keep the birds in the closet that you can like actually think which means you get better at problem solving. You get better at building a life that you like. Why? Because you're thinking now. You have the room and the space to think. Your nervous system chills the fuck out, which is really exciting. When you have like done the work to regulate your nervous system, which emotional regulation is a form of nervous system regulation, uh, you can handle the stress, even though it's good stress, you can handle the stress of like, building a life that you like, changing things to be in your favor, adjusting things as you see fit. Like that does cause stress on your system. But if you're running from a bear in the middle of a shitstorm, uh, you don't have the room to do that. Right. So we have to like release some things, emotionally regulate to be able to think in line with that. Married to that is that when you get good at regulating your emotions, when you get good at saying, huh, why am I feeling this way? What is this teaching me? Where is this coming from? You're going to learn so much about yourself. You're going to say, oh, I actually, you know, this hurts because I hate being um, like this person calling me out really hurts me because I don't like being misunderstood, which means one, this person is either committed to misunderstanding me because I explained what was happening and I need to reevaluate that relationship or I need to explain better so that this doesn't happen again. Um, when someone tells me that, they think I'm stupid. I get really pissed off because maybe that's a big fear of mine is that people think I'm dumb, which hi, it is. Um, I don't want to be stupid. I know I'm not stupid. I want to come across as intelligent um, because I am. So when we can look at our emotions 
as data, which again is part of emotional regulation. But in order to do that, we have to be able to feel them without drowning underneath them. We have to be able to be curious about them. We can then say, why am I having this reaction? Oh, I'm so happy when I'm with my friends because I fucking love them. So I should do more of that because that makes me happy. I hate um, eating mayonnaise. So I should do less of that. Okay. Like it can be pretty simple, right? So that is one thing. Like when you get good emotional regulation, you can use emotions as they're intended, which is as information, as guideposts, as um, like determinants, essentially. So like if something makes you like ill, if something makes you angry, if something makes you sad, that's really good information. It doesn't always mean change those things, but it does mean let's examine and use this for future. So in in terms of like being able to think when you can emotionally regulate, when you get carried away by your emotions, you go into fight or flight, which means blood is rushing away from your brain and going into your extremities. It's going into your lungs so that you can run away. It's going into your jaw so that you can bite things. It's going into your hands so you can fight. Like it's literally going away from the thing that you want, which is your brain to be able to think. And it's going into your fight or flight response. And the last thing that you want to do when you're in a crisis, the last thing that you want when something is really overwhelming is to be in fight or flight. That is the last thing that you want. Now, you can't control going into fight or flight, but you can control how quickly and how smoothly you come out of it, which is where emotional regulation comes in. If you are angry, You can't help being angry. You can help how long you stay angry. You can help how quickly you move out of anger into calm. You can help your perspective on anger. You can help the choices that you make while you're angry. Like all of those things are things that you have power over and things that you have control over. So the last thing that you want when shit hits the fan is to for all the blood to rush away from your brain because that's the time that you want to think. That's the time that you want to use your beautiful, wonderful noggin. And that's the time when your body's like, "Ah, you know what we should do? Take all the blood away from our brain. Uh, I get that when we like literally had to run from bears and saber tooth tigers. But when it's Brenda at work who's stressing us out and pissing us off, that's not super helpful. That's not super helpful. You want to be able to think at that time. So emotional regulation keeps your ability to think. It takes you out of fight or flight. It calms down your nervous system. It allows that feeling to pass as it always does. No emotion is permanent. That is a good thing. So that you can think, so that you can make choices, so that you can figure out what it is you want and then do that thing. But you can't do that if you're in fight or flight. All you're going to do when you're in fight or flight is run away from the pressure. But what happens if the pressure is something like a deadline, is something like a problematic coworker, is something like a conversation that you need to have. You, I mean, I guess you could like avoid that forever. I don't recommend that choice because it's going to set you up for like, it's going to set you up for hell, essentially. Like you way back in the beginning of this episode, remember, like you don't want to be on this merry-go-round that's on fire with a bear in the middle of a shitstorm, Like that is not where you want to be, but that's what happens when you spend your whole life when you spend all of your time avoiding difficult emotions. We need to learn to 
regulate our emotions, to move through them, to surf them, to release them, to bring our system down and use them as emotions. So all of that is the importance of emotional regulation. When you get good at it, and it is a skill set, it is something you can learn. This is something I teach all the time. You have your power back. You are now in control. Again, you may get hooked. Your emotions may be like, gotcha, bitch. Like, come on. But you control how long you stay hooked. And when you get good at it, you'll notice that you get hooked. And then you're like, okay, this is not the vibe. Let me just think my way out of this. Let me like take a step back, take the lesson, leave leave the emotion and do what I need to do about this. So that is actually how you have a lot more control over your life and people that get what they want more often than they don't. I promise you they're better at emotionally regulating than people who almost never get what they want. It's because people who spend their lives running from unpleasant things are always in fight or flight. But that means that you can't think. So we want to emotionally regulate, make a decision from a space of calm, make a decision from a space of thinking so that we can then do something that's actually helpful versus running from a bear. Except you're not running around a merry-go-round and the merry-go-round is on fire. Like that's not the vibe. We want the vibe of like calm. What do I want? Let me go get it. Um, So again, if that's something that you want to learn, it's going to take a coaching capacity or a course if I develop one. So if that's something you very much want in a course, let me know. And I, um, I can start working on that, but a coaching capacity is a great way to learn that too. So give me your thoughts. Um, if you know people who are currently dramatic little gremlins, send them this episode. They're going to need it. <laughs> like we want you to not be a dramatic little gremlin. We want you to be a happy little gremlin and happy little gremlins learn to regulate their emotions. It is very necessary. So that's pretty much it. I just wanted to talk about the importance of it. Um, I hope that you are able to take a step back when you realize that you have been kidnapped now and say like, huh, ha ha ha, little dramatic gremlin brain, you got me, but I am going to chill and I'm going to make a decision that actually helps me in the long run. So love you. Let me know how it goes. Um, And if you have questions, as always, just holler at me on the gram. Okay. Have a beautiful day.